The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bad With Names. I'm your host, Don Will, and I think I need a new laptop. No, actually, I know I do. Um, the space bar has an indent on it from where my thumb is usually at, where it's typing. It, The touchpad doesn't respond well to touch anymore, and it kind of just crashes anytime I open more than five tabs on my browser. I don't know if that's because Chrome is crappy or because my computer's crappy, but I do know that I'm tired of it happening, and I'm going to just go ahead and make the investment and buy a new laptop. It's been a long time coming. This one's still going to be in commission. We've done a lot of work together. We've had a really long, illustrious career. But I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. I got I to send you out to pasture. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm also back from tour. I'm home broadcasting live from Brooklyn. It's been a while since I've done that. If you can't tell by the motorcycles buzzing past in the background, I'm back in Bedford-Stuyvesant or Stuyvesant Heights or... or uh, Whatever the hell the real real estate market is calling my neighborhood in order to sell it to people, I'm back up in this motherfucker. And I missed it. I missed it a lot. But I will say the wanderlust is back, man. Hanging out in Vermont, hiking, eating poutine in Canada, um, crab in uh, Maine. I really, really want to, you know, get back out there and see the world some more. But... You got me for the time being, and I'll be here. Um, yeah, so what's new? I just finished my UCB diversity scholarship application. Bam, 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 bam. Hopefully they, they let a young thug get a get a class or two off up under his belt. Uh, sketch writing, improv, comedy, one of those two things. I want to do one of those two things. So let's see if that happens. I think my application was damn good. You know, what else is new? I kind of hate social media again. Yep. Something about tour, man, when you go on the road, and especially in Sydney, in like, like in Canada, my phone wasn't working. The only access that I had to my phone was when I had Wi-Fi. So I, I didn't have those moments of just mindlessly scrolling through Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat. You know, I, I read a book. <laughs> and those of you that know me know that is fucking amazing. I actually finished Malcolm Gladwell's Blink. So... I mean, my relationship to social media has changed again internally, and I just don't really feel it as being a crutch. And it feels good to, like, not really care what's happening on social media. I do rely on it as a form of news and as a form of, like, knowing what's happening in the world. But, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to enjoy the quiet moments again, and I want to fill it with noise. Is, is cacophony a word? Is that how you say it? Cacophony. 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 I will type it into Google and let them pronounce it. I'll do that maybe at the end of the episode because I'm not doing a commercial. You guys don't need a commercial break. You guys probably just want to hear Sunny Moon Unfiltered, right? Not with me taking breaks. Um, so we're going to just let the interview run all the way run all the way through, straight through. Yeah. But before we get into that, did you guys enjoy your fourth? Enjoy your holiday? Or were you lame like me? Did you not see any fireworks, eat a little bit of food, and go to sleep at a reasonable hour? completely like not drunk just kind of tipsy-ish if anything at best yeah you're lame stream you're like me and it's okay it's all right to enjoy like not turning the fuck up when you're supposed to turn the fuck up i like turning up when you're not supposed to like on a wednesday night 
I like getting completely shit-faced and waking up Thursday morning to my responsibilities with a splitting headache and praying that it'll stop. Or even a Tuesday night. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to turn up when you're not supposed to turn up because you can't do what's expected of you. You know what I'm saying? You can't do what the world expects you to do. You got to do what you want to do. You got to be your own person, be your own man, have your own mind, get your own shit. I don't know where that all just came from. And I think I need to stop right now because I'm stressing my already allergy-affected, strained voice. This is this voice this has not come from tearing apart stages city to city. This voice came from waking up and sneezing for 15 minutes straight. Pollen is crazy out here, man. It wasn't even as bad on tour, and thank God it wasn't. I don't know how I would have made it through those shows. But... The tour was dope. Tour was a good time, man. I've been telling everybody it's been, it was super relaxing. And that's not usually the word used to describe a tour. But when you don't have your phone to distract you and, and, and divert your attention away from the world around you, and when you only have to drive an hour, hour and a half, two hours tops to the next city, and when you get a late checkout and an early check-in and you get some rest, it's the formula for relaxing. I didn't know it. I wasn't even really on my computer that much, man. Like, it's, it was crazy. But super relaxing. So hopefully Brooklyn doesn't take all of the zen out of me. Brooklyn has this strange way of just avalanching you with a shitstorm of, of adult adultisms and adult responsibilities. I came home to a speeding ticket that I didn't know I had because I got caught one of the, the cameras, $100 apparently, uh, to add on top of my other two speeding tickets that came from running tolls in a rental car that I thought had an easy pass on it, but it didn't. They told me I had the plate pass or whatever that shit was. Yo, man, fuck these rental car companies. Whatever, though. All right, here it is, my conversation with Sunny Moon. Enjoy. I wish I, I need to look up his name, though, because that's the thing is I know the concepts, and then they're like, oh, well, what's the name of the day? You mean the talking? No. The thing where the guy talks to the water and or. Yeah, and he's like, I love you. And then says something negative to the other thing of water with the rice in it. Yeah. And then oh, says God. nothing to the third, to the third. And the one that he says praise to ferments and is like bubbly and like gorgeous. The one he says nothing to just molds like normal. And the one he said all the negative stuff to goes black. Like really? turns, it's like rice in water. Okay, I've never, I don't know about this. I want to see this. It's the same scientist. Um, who did the thing where he would bless the water before he froze it and it would turn into these beautiful like crystalline shapes yeah how, do, how would I find it with a google search I don't know oh let me figure that out Dane's Dane the google dope. master google master the put the google right, master put the right words into google you never know yeah I'm, I, I try I do this thing called power googling nice. apparently like, if I want to find something, I'll type. <laughs> I'll just type a sentence into the browser. Like, Me too. Blah, 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 yeah. And pull shit up. Yeah. I didn't know. That I, it's called power Googling, though. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't Why is it either. called power Googling? Because we're powerful Googlers or something. Else. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to do DuckDuckGo because it's it, like, doesn't track your searches. DuckDuckGo? Mm-hmm. What's that? It's another, it's an alternative search engine that supposedly doesn't track Oh shit, for real? What you search and like yeah, what you, know, you click on? Google pretty much retains everything. Everything. Like I don't like how when I'm on Facebook, if I go to Amazon or I go like to Adidas or something, and I get on Facebook, 
it's just ads for the shit I've looked at on Yeah. The fuck is that about? Yeah, I... <laughs> it's weird it, how the things follow you around the internet. You don't even pay attention to it, really. No. Until you pay attention, then you can't unsee it. Yeah. Then it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it knows <laughs> everything. Do you know the name Dr. Masaru Emoto? Yeah, that's the dude. Okay. Yeah, text that's it to me. Or, or something. All right. I'll, I'll check him out. So, and all that, right. That can get really problematic if it's like anal beads, like on the right <laughs> side of your Facebook, and your mom's like, honey, can I search something? You're like, no. <laughs> I don't know why they're trying to sell me anal beads. Yeah, I never search for that. Ever. My friends on Facebook must really be talking about some weird shit. <laughs> I must have accidentally liked, you know, those sleep likes. <laughs> sleep likes. Sleep likes. I'm liking shit in my sleep. So, all right, I'm going to kick it off. Okay. I want to know how you guys settled on the name Sunny Moon. That's for Dane. Yeah. First and foremost. Because so, it's a cool name. I like the name. It's a cool okay. name. Well, while I'm Googling what it's in process. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we both were uh, students of a school. A lot of, well, that's, that's <laughs> a lot of different kinds of music, um, including <laughs> including jazz was a big one, and one of my favorite uh, saxophone players is Sonny Rollins. Okay. He has a song called Sunny Moon for Two, and we were like all about going through this thing where we were like, we can make music with just two people, like, because we had been playing bands for a long time, and it was, like, always a pain to get everybody together and rehearse, and we were like, oh, shit, like, we can get some samplers and just record and make music with the two of us, so that was, like, a theme, and we were, like, drawn to the word Sunny Moon because it was very dope, and we've also always been, like, interested in space and shit like that, yeah. and it has that kind of vibe, like, subliminally. So it has like this kind of yin yang sun moon. Mm -hmm. exactly, it has like this exactly. duality kind of thing to it. It's a fun name to say. Like fun names are important. Yeah, exactly. Like, it yes. rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Sunny moon. It has like a, a high and a low. Sunny moon. Yeah. It's round. Sunny moon. It's a good name. But so you guys came up with the name. Like was it? I guess the, the bigger question is how did you become a group? Because you said you were in other band before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, totally. Like did you guys just? Decide one day, like, let's just do this on our own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind yeah. of, yeah. How many other bands were there? What were the other bands like? Well, it was more like we were amongst a ton of other musicians who were constantly, like, playing in each other's groups, and none of them were, like, super serious. And that's why one of the other reasons why we got frustrated was it was, like, more just constant hanging and, like, let's do this, but never follow through on it. Because everybody had this kind of, like, practice mentality like oh I'm still incubating like I'm still shedding I'm still doing right. this like and for me I was like well fuck why are you wasting your time like let's do some shit put it out it's so easy with the internet yada 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 and that's wait, wait around what year was this 2008 okay yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah and you with the you guys were at Berkeley yeah okay yeah so I, I, I could imagine that's like there were like a lot of bands like band cross pollination where everybody yeah. was oh, yeah. part of everybody's thing which is awesome yeah, mm -hmm. and that was very fun for like a couple of semesters, and then after that first year, we were like, all right, let's let's, <laughs> yeah. let's finish something, you know? Yeah, because that was that was pretty much similar to my experience, like starting out in music. We uh, 
had a we had a group, you know what I'm saying? We would do rap songs, we would do songs and shit, demos, but we would never do anything with it. Right. And then me and Vaughn and Elias were like, let's become Tanya Morgan. And we yes. like locked in on that shit. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's super frustrating to be around people and hanging out, like brilliant people. Right. And you hang out and like you know it's a lot of time, but you just don't do anything. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And that's yeah, I've always had that kind of role amongst people where I'm the guy that's like, okay, sorry to like ruin everybody's fun time, but like <laughs> let's do this, like let's play, let's run through the song again. Come on, but guys. See, like I guess it's I guess it's because I don't know you in that respect. Like you seem so like chill and laid back. You don't seem like that person. He's that yeah. person. Until He's it's like, time to work. Right. The, it's the, constantly in the back of my mind. Yeah. Like, okay, how can we be making use of this time? Yeah. You know, like, totally like I don't know, I must have some kind of like German in me at some level. You know, I have no idea, it's very like, alright, you know, let's get it done. Very, very uh efficient. Efficient, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say facetious, but I think that's a totally different I think word. That's like false. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like, false. Is like yeah, yeah, or something. Falseness. Yeah. I I just found this book at outside of the um, Brooklyn Museum. This lady was like selling them and it said this really cool thing. Speaking of our name, going back to that, uh, and I just want to read you this one part. Do it. For the ancient human being knew well that thoughts can never spring from brain substance. It's just talking about like the ether and how it's all like up there and it's not actually like coming from us. Yeah. It says that it is the sun which calls forth thoughts and the moon which stills them. It was to the reciprocal action of sun and moon that he ascribed his life of thoughts. Yeah, that's it. I and just like that. Wait, when did you get this book? Like three weeks ago or something. And that same day that I found this book, me and you know Tanya, Radar's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went on like a big excursion, like walking from here all the way over there. We both found a ten dollar bill on the ground each. Like she what found one and I found one. And I found that painting, that Klimt painting that's like my twin. Yeah, that's, yeah, that shit's dope. It's funny because I, I looked and I was like, that looks like Adam. That's, a, that's, that's what everyone like, said. Like, I know Klimt's yeah. work, so I was just yeah. like, that's definitely not Adam. No. I mean, it could be. Like, I'm really getting into, like, time travel and, like, yeah. past selves and stuff. I don't, I don't know enough at all right now to say anything about it, but I'm into it. So well, you know, me and, me and a friend of mine were having a conversation the other day about how you don't necessarily own your body you know what I'm saying you don't own anything yeah like, like when you get down like I can somebody can cut your arm off and that's my arm now like you don't right. have it anymore right yeah. so you know what I'm saying all you really like like there's this kind of you can transcend there's transcendence yeah spiritually totally transcendence and like all kind of transcendence so I'm you know I'm not I'm not, I'm not super like into all of it but I'm I'm a believer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't rule anything out. The I world mean, is too vast and uh, there's so much we don't know, you know what I'm saying? Totally. Right. I mean, it's cool that, like, now you can just, like, record anything with your phone and there you are. That's your, like, that's you. Right. you know? And, like, you with mm -hmm. the arm is still in your iPhone videos, yeah. you know, before they chopped it off and you're like, mm -hmm. well, that's still me, sort of, like. You know? Yeah, like you just become different versions of yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Like even day to day, like the outfit you put on may bring something totally different out of you. you yes. Know and like I think that as a musician, as an artist, it's really cool that we get to we get to play. We get to try mm -hmm. on shit. Like there's so many moments where I just look up and I'm like, man, it's so dope that I get to just do cool random shit. Like we get to be in a fake band together, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like how like how often do you get yeah, to tap into that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody's pregnant. This is we are what? 
three-fifths would be everybody pregnant. Right. No, three-sixths. Three-sixths, 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 yeah. Jean, Fernanda, Quelle. I won't, this, so, I won't tell them we're having a secret practice without them. Yeah. Right. I'll just release the audio of the secret practice and mm -hmm. they'll... <laughs> Along with the ca the campaign. Right. What's the campaign? <coughs> that we actually are that everybody's pregnant, and they were just. <laughs> They're the everybody, and we're the pregnant. We're pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're pregnant. We're pregnant with sound. <laughs> yeah. So. But it's so dope that you get to, we get to do shit like that because you know what I'm saying like, as I feel like you get so far away from just trying shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like they beat it out of you damn near. Right. The older, older you get, like you got like getting a bank account. We're, We're trying to and do like uniforms. Like, a lot more of yeah. that, both like visually and like with music, where we're just like, all right, let's just fuck around and do this okay. thing and see if we can make it cool, and that may be like a test for something bigger that we do. Or like right now, you know, we, we don't really sample a lot, but I've been hearing so much shit recently that I've been wanting to sample that it's like built up enough where we can just like sit down and I'm just like looping shit up and we're writing like goofy raps over it. You know? Yeah, it's you're like, talking about <laughs> it's like, it's We did really, that with like it's Susie. It's really fun and that's the you know, other it's just trying oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I pointed because she like wrote on the board just like a little. Susie. Susie loves that. Oh yeah, so I see. I was, I was looking at blue pop music. But alright, so that brings us to like I guess process a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because when I was listening to the new album, Name, like, Courage of the Present Times. Courage of Present Times. Yeah, yeah. And I love it. Like I've heard, I heard I've heard a little bit of it before release, but I also right, right, right. played it since it came out. And like the the I guess producer's ear, it seems like a lot happens in post. Yeah. Like a lot happens in post. Like almost like like there's some vote like like the lead vocal is chopped or like like oh, yeah, yeah. morphed a little bit and like moved over. Like yeah. so, I, I guess well, I'm just uh, go ahead, go ahead. If it's if it's talking about pocket, a lot of that is just Anna's weirdo pocket. She like I, always super behind the beat. It's that like shit is natural. So, yeah, he did definitely didn't move my voice. That's just like where I sit in the pocket and where I've always sat. And I think I consider myself like kind of like a slow person. You know, like I love to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what are your main influences? Well, sleep. Yes. Sloth. Leisurely walks, sloth. Yes. Like, um, on the bike, like, real slow, just, like, pedaling, like, leisurely, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like to, like, Yeah, I didn't know that it's harder to drive. <laughs> that makes total sense. It's harder to balance slow on a bike. Anna taught me that. It's harder, How to what? It's harder to balance moving slow on a bike oh, than it is mm -hmm. to balance moving fast. Yeah. And I didn't know that until biking with Anna. Yeah. <laughs> he's always, like, he tries to stay with me, but he just gets frustrated and goes, like, a mile ahead. And he's like, you're the slowest biker I ever rolled with. Like, I'm just like, I like to look around. So you like, like, you like to enjoy the moment. Whatever the moment is, you like to just, in, like, get the whole, get everything out of the moment. I'd say that's, like, my manifesto. It's, like, now. the moment. Be here now. I was wearing that shirt and I took it off because it was too hot, but I have the be here now shirt. It takes so much to even, like for me anyway, sometimes it's hard to be in the moment. Yeah. And I realize, like, like sometimes I'll be in the moment and realize I'm in the moment and then I'll get out of the moment because I'm like, oh man, I missed the moment. Yes. I'm thinking about the moment. And then you're thinking about the moment yeah. past. <laughs> yes. But yeah, like being in the moment, like, that's one of those things that um, over the past few years I've really been trying to, like, cement myself in that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. 
That's all you have. Yeah, like you, you can spend, you can, if, if you're not in the, like anxiety is pretty much, like worry is either, worry is living in anything but the moment. You yeah. Think, you're thinking about something that happened, you're worried about something that's going to happen, as mm -hmm. opposed to just letting whatever is happening be right. everything. And even in, within that, like, you may have an hour-long appointment or do something for an hour, but if you don't think about that millisecond that you're in right now, you think about the beginning of the end of the hour, mm -hmm. you're not in the moment still. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's kind of hard to balance and walk with that at all times, but I do a decent job of it. Yeah. I do a decent right. job of it. Yes. I think but, you do. Thank you. You seem very much in the moment. Like, you're really, like, present, a good listener, and a good talker. Right. Well, I'm, you could talk or not talk. I can talk, not talk, ramble, <laughs> you know, stutter, do all that stuff. But I, um, what was I going to say? I, um... I lost my thing. I, I said you like seem really in the moment. And music really helps with that too. Like, <laughs> oh, well. like, if you think music, of it, go. Like when you're DJing, you have to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you also have to be a little bit ahead. But like if you're not, you know, present and like you're gonna you got, yeah, fuck you, some shit up. And that goes mm -hmm. for any kind of music that you can play. It like trains you to be like right in the moment. And they say that it music is one of the most active brain times like if you're doing something musical your brain is the most active yeah. which is pr pretty dope mm -hmm. like even with the live show you guys it's, it, that's like super in the moment for you guys you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like it's almost like you do just you uh go somewhere else you know what i'm saying oh, yeah like, yeah transcend, like uh, i don't want to use the word overuse transcendental or whatever it's a beautiful word it's a good word yeah yeah but I, I like just seeing you guys live. It feels like it feels like this effort that's kind of just yeah. Yeah. Like, we want to you know you want to think about it like channeling too. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's what I, yeah. Oh, I want to look at my We've always been tweets. big on the whole like like spiritual jazz and psychedelic music and stuff like that. And they were always about that kind of like. Uh, expanding beyond the here and now and like bringing something from somewhere else into the room for everybody else to hear you know and that also goes back to the like cementing yourself in the world outside of yourself when you're like chopping off your arm or something like yeah, that. yeah you're playing music and you're like sending your soul out into the room and hopefully everybody is like grabbing onto that yeah well so okay how did you come? How did you come to music in general as a as a means of expression? I mean, I know that you guys both have several talents. You know what I'm saying? Like from uh, like the video you guys directed it and shot it yourself, Woo! which is a really dope video. I love. I'm, I'm a really big fan of like consistency and aesthetic. Like so. Yes. Even with like the cover art and those t-shirts kind of matching, and then like the video feeling like the cover art. Like yeah, I'm just yeah, like yeah. that shit means a lot to me personally because that's awesome. It yes. shows this sort of attention. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. The overall craft. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can it used to be a song was just a song that was in the environment, you would hear it, whatever. But now we live in this hyper this like hyper media world where everything is like an Instagram clip can be your music video. Mm -hmm. right, right? Like everything is connected, so why not make your visuals and your audio shit? It's like you can make right, your own life. It's, it's mm -hmm. all like one yeah. theme, you know? Yeah. It's all like art upon a single theme that all links together, which but so with, Ooh, with being cool. interdisciplinary, I think that's the word, <laughs> like, like total complete artist, how did you guys settle on music? Like each one of you 
How did you get to being to being a musician as opposed to? I mean, like. Oh yeah, I can totally answer that. Was for it myself early on? Were you like drawn yeah, to it? Absolutely. Like from like the beginning of my earthly life, totally this lifetime. Like it was Sorry. actually like kind of scary, like because we were talking about you know like channeling. Like it is something that's not me. Like it's something that I'm receiving and I was open to that from the time I was like a little little girl like two or three years old and I would sing and it would feel so like not like powerful but yeah powerful I guess but not that I want to be powerful just that um, it was like slightly scary and overwhelming because it was already as intense as it has ever been back then from the time I was a kid yeah Wow. And it was like, singing made me feel so good. I would just do it all the time. So like, was it, yeah. was it, uh, That's like, was it the, the kind of shit where your, your, your mom and dad were just like, hey, cut it out? They, <laughs> or did they encourage you? You know what I'm saying? They called Tweety Bird. They call me Tweety Bird. <laughs> they actually like loved it and encouraged it. It was actually people, bless them, who outside of my family, who would, they were mad. They were mad. People outside of your family? Yeah, they were mad. And they would be like, stop singing! Or, well, that's that that's that trying to beat the beat the, the artist kid out of you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's just like you gotta you gotta conform to whatever the environment is. So mm -hmm. you can't just sing on the bus. I mean you can, but all means. I do now. Yeah, you can I've sing on the sun. back, yeah. You can do whatever you wanna do, but it's just they have these kind of constructs should make you feel like you shouldn't Societal sing. Societal pressures. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that childlike shit where you just, music was so powerful, you just, it kind of was moving through you without you knowing it. Yes. Like, I, I don't know, like, that's that's the kind of shit where some people would lose that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Some people would just shrug off that artistic thing in, in favor yeah. of something that's practical. Yeah. Yeah, my parents were definitely the same. They were always very, like, if you're going to do it, do it, and, like, go for it, you know, go all yeah. the way, like, you know, follow it, you know, follow it through. Um, but I also, I think music in particular is almost like she was saying, like the most hedonistic of the art forms. Almost. <laughs> it's like instant gratification. You could just yes. like sing it anywhere. Like, so music to me was always like the most fun and exciting of the other, you know, art. Like I love sitting down and drawing and that's very meditative. And, you know, like making films is always really exciting because you're like putting all this work in and then you have to like keep putting in work and keep putting in work and then you have this kind of ultimate end goal but music is always like in the now and very reflective of like what it means to be a human you know like when yeah. it's like the most basic thing we can do is get together and sing and it releases the like what is it oxytocin yeah yeah in your brain immediately you, like, oh shit people, it's like some crazy like glee drug you know what I mean that I didn't naturally know. produce. And that makes me think it's of like, like when you hug people and when you sing together. It's yes. Like, that's what's really going into like a live performance knowing this and like getting the crowd in, it's just like you're taking to taking them to almost damn near like like church. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well that's that's also, what I was gonna say is that church is like when you sing all together, that to me is what's getting you a reaction. Yeah, that's the important part of church. Yeah, that's the music. And that's and that needs to happen more outside of church because the other stuff of church, I just want to be like, bow, bow. right. Well, you know, it's not a, it's not necessarily about 
It's about the energy. It's, it's about it's about the, the the belief in something greater than yourself. Mm -hmm. It's about the, the control. Right. Like religion and the uh, community too. Yeah, community. It's almost like um like you 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 pull each other up. Mm -hmm. and, and like there's no real like you can elect somebody your leader but if you elect them the leader that just means that you just think they're the greatest representation of you as a group but they're not really the leader yeah. they're just the person that just kind of speaks for you and I feel like in a lot of ways religion is about kind of just like no you can have it I don't want any power take off the power <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. interesting it's not something I necessarily agree with but the power, well, giving the power. it, giving it up. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, even though it's very powerful as a person to do that, I think it's like, do you have the power to give up the power? Do you have yeah, the power I guess, I guess that's. Yeah. Is that what <laughs> do you have the power to give up the power? <laughs> yeah. Church. Don't want to get too yeah. dog on church too much. <laughs> that was that was like I got I went off the rails on that. One. I was no I was no. Actually, You're cool. No. But I mean, bringing it We're back like, though, I definitely like sang in church and played in church growing up. That was yeah. like a huge part. Like my family would sing like four part harmonies, and me and my little sister were like super tiny, and I'd be like. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they gave me a taste of it last year at Cape Cod. They all sang together. That was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there video footage? I'm, I'm definitely joking. I think, yeah, yeah. I have some on my phone. Oh, no, I think that's someone died. But I envy, not envy, but singing is cool to me because, like with rap, you got, singers can make anything sound good, so you can just hit a note. Like, uh, True. So, no. With rap, it's just like, yo, I can't, you can't just, I mean, you can make a noise, but it's so, it's like a, it's like a sharp skill set, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, uh, it's very wordy, it's very, it's not as, um, what's the word, what's the word, um, Melodic? No, like, visceral, like, just from within, like, almost like, oh, like, yeah. Like, okay, you're not like James Brown with grunt, mm -hmm. and right. even Kanye is like, ha, like, all that shit. Yeah. Like, there's an element of singing. It's just, it's just, it's just inter in integral of singing right. that happens. It's like rap, you kind of gotta develop that. You know, like a lot of a lot of rap is just about words and it's mm -hmm. about being overly communicative. You know. What yeah, I, mean? I was thinking that. Yeah, overly communicative. Because with singing, you're like hearing a sentence over like 15, 30 seconds, and you're like, okay, where's, okay, oh, yeah, oh, that's what she's saying. Okay, okay. yeah, it's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like, not even right, about take it with rap. It's like. Like a laser right to the audience, you know, yeah. which I think is very cool. It's not even about, it's about feel the singing. It's about an emotion, you know what I'm saying? They're, um, they're like singers who aren't the best singers in the world, but they can communicate a feeling too. Mm -hmm. Whereas yeah. rappers, if you're not a good rapper, you're just not a good rapper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, no, I won't say that because there are some rappers that I wouldn't consider great. But I like them. You know yeah, I mean? now the, yeah. the box, yeah. Pandora's box opened in that way where, like, you can be interesting and not be a good rapper. Yeah. Though. I don't want to name the box names, is, but The box has actually just been flattened at this yeah. point. Yeah. There's <laughs> no box. There's no they box. the box out to the recycling bin. But yeah. that's kind of fun, actually, when you think about it. Because now the rules have loosened up a little bit. You can do whatever you want to do. You know what I'm right. saying? That, I appreciate that. that. Yeah. The, the 21st century in a, you know, yeah. in a nutshell right there. There's no box. Yeah. So, in coming up with this album, what was the process like? Was it, like, what's the process like for you guys starting an album at any, at any rate? You know what I'm saying? Is it, 
does the concept come first or do the songs kind of just come from like either first? We tend <laughs> to like kind of uh, gush creatively all the time, so there's always a lot of bits and pieces laying around. And certain things will be like, oh, are we going to use that for this? Or are we going to use that for this? And then all of a sudden, it's just, we just kind of know what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely very amorphous for a while. Like, we are, already have many more songs at this point that are, like, in the works for the next whatever. But Are there some songs that were in the works prior to this project that just kind of are still lingering? Yeah, yeah. Maybe totally. it could be something else? Right. Yeah, that was pop music on this album was from the last batch, and we didn't use it, and I was like, we have to put pop music on because I think okay, it's so, so cool. Why didn't pop music make the last batch? What, what was it about pop music that was just a little bit too different or didn't fit that last batch? Um, that's my favorite song in there, by the way. Really? Love pop. Oh, us too. Love that shit. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Like, I remember when we played it, we were in a car that night. Yeah. When we played it, I was just like... Oh God! What the fuck is this? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so fun live like, too. I, I was just gonna say like I, like the live. There are a lot of your songs. They just kind of they go from not really quiet but just they're dynamic. Like, they're explosive, dynamic, explosive. Mm-hmm. They're like several different. It's like the range of emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll go from just kind of like a, a regular random more quiet morning to a great day. Yes. Tonight, or like to a bad day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right, it right. covers so many like so many colors are in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how does, I don't know, like, how does the process go for writing shit? Like, I know, I know it's probably different all the time. Yeah, yeah, it is. We're definitely, like, inspired to just be, uh, like, provocative and random because we can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, like, two records ago, that was, a, I think, a big thing for us was just, like, we wanted to be weird. We wanted to like explore what it meant to be weird and like to play in on time signatures and like have abrupt things that maybe fuck with the audience a little bit, you know, because yeah. like that's something that we like that we don't see enough in music. And I think as artists, that's kind of what you do. You look out there and you're like, all right, well, everybody's doing this. So I'm going to do the, what I think is lacking, you know what I mean? What I want to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't even really think about it like that. Like, that's the cool thing of the two of us in it together is, like, we really are opposites in in so many ways. And, like, my friend Haas was talking about how, like, people who you're super attracted to can be, like, they can have, like, more developed, like, chakras that you don't have yet developed. And that's why you want to come together. And, like, so when he's talking about, like, looking out and analyzing and then being like, oh, odd time signatures for me. Like, I don't even know what time signature our songs are in. Like, I've banished that whole intellectual side of music for, like, seven or eight years now. Like, I would go to school because I didn't really know what else to do with myself. And uh, I would just get as far as, like, the door to the classroom. And then I just would have this, like, sinking feeling, and I would just turn around and go back home. (laughs) That, I mean, but, <laughs> but that feeling is important, you know what I'm saying? Like like recognizing that. Yeah. Because you could have e- just as easily went in there and been like, well, fuck it, I, I got to go to class. And that may have like dimmed your passion in general. Like like sometimes it's yeah. better not to know, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And I think that, all, that experience also comes back to what I was saying, where you're like, well, this is what the class is and like 
this is what they want me to do and just like you know stand up and sing this song in front of the mirror and like practice yeah and, so and that, like do your hand way, motions and I was like I can't that's what I'm saying I can't do we this. were experiencing <laughs> that and just being like fuck this and like wanting to be weird and wanting yeah. to just be like different than that not calculated you know well, no not calculated but that's what happens when you like are frustrated by something you just like go and you're like exploding and yeah. it is like the other direction you know? I just feel like so much I feel like everyone has the like capability to be creative and musical and we've put so much like well you can't do that unless you have like a plan how are you going to make money off of it and it's like well like I don't know I'm just trying to like have a good time really right there's got to be something that brings joy like there has to be an element of joy especially when you're doing something that that speaks of yourself yeah like, so much you know what I'm saying right. so intensely yeah that, you know it's it's about this expression more than it is about the the commodification of it. It's not about like, oh, I'm gonna make some make a shit ton of money off of this. Right, right. Mm-hmm. If the people are drawn to it, they are. But like as long as you put a true statement out, as long as you your best the best version of yourself, right put that right. forward. You're good. You know what I'm saying? We That's, did, sorry, go ahead. We tried to, you know, at this point we've sponged so much from so many different areas of music and culture and yada yada that we were like, okay, we really gotta hone it in. We really gotta like <laughs> make it straightforward. <laughs> And then we still come up with some shit that people are like, oh, this is experimental, you know? <laughs> I'm like, no, we tried to make it as... It's pop music. It's pop! It's pop! <laughs> but I, I feel like you guys honing... Like, probably for you honing it in, it's just still... Like, they, it's, it's still swinging for the fence. They're like, I don't, we don't mm-hmm. see this as honing it in. Yeah. Because it's almost like that box. Like, they don't expect you to hone it in. So when you do hone it in, they probably look like, Nah, we're missing something here. Yeah, you know <laughs> like, probably. They like, they like, like start prescribing shit to it. Like, no, this can't just be what it is. Right. Yeah. Because you, you have, they have to like, they have to give it some sort of angle for people to understand it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think unfortunately that has a lot to do with like the commodification and corporatization of music and the music industry. Like even a lot of my like homies, like underground music musicians who are like frustrated. They're like, why is this person? so popular I don't get it I'm like yo that person had 200k off the bat yeah. put into their career and put PR and like um, getting them to show up at the right places like they're pegged in there you know and it's just like it it makes it kind of ruins it for the rest of us yeah. they're like the fast food of music and it's like okay you can have this McDonald's meal that tastes really good and has all this salt and fat in it that and sugar that you your mouth really likes but it's actually like killing you or you could like go to the farmer's market and buy a bunch of, like, pesticide-free, like, organic shit and make it yourself. Or get together with all your friends and make the shit that you're putting into your body, you know, that's good for you. And that's kind of... That is the music industry. There's, like, two, <laughs> yeah. there's two different music industries, though. You know, there's, like, you have your, your fast foods and, like, that... There's going to be a magazine that writes about the fast foods and, like, groups them all together and mm-hmm. rates them. And then you're going to have the magazine that's, like talking about the really dope like artisan restaurants you know and that music industry also exists but it's that's like, true but there's it's, not it's becoming marketed. bad it's like though a local you know your local restaurant there's whatever. like pay to play shit on that too and like paying to put advertisement on those sites as well yeah. you know yeah. it's like well, atlas shrug man <laughs> i feel like at a certain point like when something gets popular enough it always 
kind of like sours a little bit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like there's because there's another like un, with, under that there's another music scene bubbling. There's there's mm-hmm. there, there are more like pure sources and organic sources to get your information from. Mm-hmm. But when they get a little more popular, <laughs> yes, it'll it'll be a switch. You know what I'm saying? Like the right set of eyes that has to be on it. I mean, I I can't say there are probably some places that do it right. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. Like, that like when they get the notoriety or the popularity. <clears throat> Their mission is still just to shed light on things that they think are cool, or things right. that they think are underappreciated, mm-hmm. and not necessarily like just blow a load and get a shit ton of money or get a shit ton of exposure. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They, they, there are some people who are still true to the mission statement. I feel like Janelle Monet is really good at that. Oh yeah, totally. She yeah. fucking kills it. She brought up Jadena. Yeah. Class. <laughs> you seen that video? He's like teaching them how to like if you you know dress in this like super classic way, you actually can change the way that like people are perceiving you you know he like walks up on the cops like handcuffing some dudes in hoodies and he's in a suit he's like negotiating with them like come on like give him a break and then they all like walk (laughs) off together and they go into this like i didn't didn't see this it's very it's very interesting part of the music they go into the kung fu studio and he demonstrates how to like take a gun from a from a cop it's like not from not that you would want to do that oh my god (laughs) don't put that delete that i'll be back i'll leave it out (laughs) <laughs> when you hear that, cut. But but Jadena yeah. though, I like Jadena. I'm not really that familiar. I'm, I know him from the yoga yoga song. I'm not that the familiar. The yoga with song. Him. I love yoga. Yeah. And that's how they're doing it. They're taking like this, like it sounds very like popular and like like mainstream. But like even just to say, let me see you do that yoga. Let your body do that yoga. It's like what. Janelle, I think, understands that songs are spells, and she's, like, infecting yeah. that into the culture. Because the funny thing is, it plays so well alongside everything else that's on the popular landscape. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But when you play that against Rihanna, bitch better have a I was just thinking that. I was. Yeah. I heard you. Yeah. <laughs> when you play those two songs against one another, it's just like, I like Rihanna, for what it's worth. But when yeah. you're like, bitch better have my money, turn on mine, and then you hear, yeah. let me see you do that yoga. It's almost yeah. like... Like, they both have the same feel in a sense, but one is super calming and the other one is just kind of like, I might want to punch somebody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, and it, is, it is a spell, you know what I'm saying? The more you think about how powerful music is, like, you don't, it, 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 it crosses cultures and language because it's, it's not about that form of communication, it's about mm-hmm. spiritual form. Right. But I feel, like, I feel like a lot of artists don't necessarily think of it in that way, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And that's what makes an artist like Janelle, even you guys, so special is because you look at it like, you look at it like, okay, what am I really saying? Not what are the words saying, but what am I like? What is this exterior and this this? What what, what will happen if somebody hears this song? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. I'd say like our two main focuses, like our two, like our platforms are equality across the whole board. You know, everything, human equality humans treating animals better and us treating the earth better and also sustainability speaking of animals yeah. sidebar when we were on our last tour I finally finally started recognizing like animals personality animals yeah it freaked me the fuck out oh my god! we were around a bunch of dogs and like I just started seeing like the dogs have expressions and shit like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't maybe I'm late but I was just like holy shit dogs yes. are like actually like Fully formed, they have personalities. They shit. do. They, they really do. They've evolved. Yeah. yeah. 
And they, you could argue that dogs and cats are the species that have spent the most time with humans. Yeah. And like they've been domesticated for the longest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and like even you know we all have like this heart radius, this like energy sphere around us, and our our heart energy alone reaches out eight feet in front, above, below, all around us. So like. Right now, our hearts are touching. <laughs> and if you had a dog in the room, we would be touching hearts with it as well. You know, like yeah. my friend Patty, she has a cat named Blue. And that cat is Patty's, not, no, she doesn't own it, but like it is her companion. Like it has a freaking personality that is like Patty's. Yeah. And see, I've, I've noticed like, like they'll just have face, like my girlfriend's cat talks and shit. What? Like, you know, it'll, like, not really talk, but it's like, yeah. And it, it looks at you and understands what the fuck's going on, and it bugged me out. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And it made me think differently about this, you know, like, when I see a pigeon. Like, I, I was never, like, disrespectful. <laughs> I've never been disrespectful to animals. And, like, I'm not, like, an animal cruelty kind of hater person. I yeah. Mean, I, <coughs> but I was not, I'm, I've always been, like, one of those people that considers the earth. Considers mm -hmm. the world around him. But now when I look at animals, I'm looking like, you have the same brain and shit that I have. It's weird as fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's weird to, I guess I'm evolving as a person too. At totally. All yeah. So we all are. That realization kind of freaked me out. Right. Yeah. But are they self-conscious? Like, is it thinking about, like, it's life and death? That's what I wonder, you know? I don't know, but I wonder if that actually, like, hinders humans from having, like, a pretty chill life. I think that hinders us, because I also think that, I don't think animals... Think about it so much. I think they're right. kind of in that moment. Yeah. Like, I think that when you put like a, an animal in like a death camp, like where they, not death camp, like like when they're being, like a, you know when they make. Euthanize when they're gonna get. Or not euthanize, but like when they make where they make food at, where they like slaughterhouses and shit. Oh yeah. Like I've I've seen video. There's this video on um, Netflix called. Uh, Sim Samsara. Samsara. Yeah. yeah. And there's this scene where they have like the, the poultry farm. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you just see these chickens trying to get away from the rotor. And I'm just like, they all probably know they're about to die. Yeah. Like, and, like there's no way you can be a living, breathing, like, being and, and see this thing taking, yeah. taking, like, not even your friends, but just things that are like you away. And you're like, oh, well, stay away from that shit. They might not know exactly what happens, but they're like, yeah, yeah. stay away from that shit. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Like, telling the other chickens and shit. So, I don't think that they're, I don't think they like their whole existence, like our existence is based on like, we're running towards some finish line, fate, we're going to die or whatever. Right. So we, you know, we, we try to fill our lives with these things. I think their existence is just straight up, this is the moment, I'm flying right mm -hmm. now. I'm going to land, I, let me land somewhere, okay, I'm landing right now. Mm -hmm. I'm hungry, right, right, right. Shit. Yeah. Like, yes. it's got to be, it's a simplified way of living. And yeah. I feel like, I think that maybe... Cats and dogs and like house pets may have that sort of sense of mortality. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. they recognize ownership and they, well, not ownership, but like, like, like they're like, oh, you're my person. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna follow you. Yeah. Now you hear stories about dogs running across the country to find, track down that owner. Yeah. <laughs> like they have to have some sort of sense of just like, like a, a kind of human rational kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Gotta get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's crazy. That was a hell of a tangent. No, I loved it. <laughs> it's so true. All oh, the animals. But but since I was talking about dogs on tour, you guys oh, yeah. have done a couple tours, right? We have. We how have many? Been how long have you been touring? Like for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite one? Probably the one we did with Teebs. That was so fun. Yeah, that was great. That was like 
We started at South by Southwest, I think, and then just kind of like before the Dorito stage. Before the Dorito stage. What year was this when you guys were down there? Like twenty twelve. We were there. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Then we made our way back up the East Coast and like into Canada and whatnot. It was pretty dope. Have you been since to South by? We went one. Oh no, not since then. Yeah. It is so Dorito stage down. I'm so not into it. McDonald's. We were there this year. Fuck McDonald's. We were there this year. McDonald's pretty much had like an entire block with a stage. Wow. And free breakfast all day. Mind no, you, it's poison. Mind you, there there isn't a McDonald's in that area at all. So I'm just like, That's holy so shit, weird, McDonald's yeah. was like. Let's they just flew that shit in. It was crazy. You know, actually, McDonald's sales have been going down consistently. Especially among our age group, because we do not fuck with that shit. Like, yeah. the way they treat animals, the way they treat plants, the, the partnerships that they have. Like, transporting food across the country, like, why? When you can have a, a garden on your roof. But anyway, they have been trying to, like, rebrand, and they came out with this, like, live-action Hamburglar, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, I saw, <laughs> I saw that. I saw I saw. Like, some of it. I saw like he had on like some red Nikes or some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why the fuck does he have on these Nikes? They can't Don <laughs> Draper us, cool. you know? Like, they can't do it. We're too smart now. We're getting too smart for them. We understand what marketing is and advertising and like subliminal messaging and like in, until they. Actually, there's nothing McDonald's could do. Well, I mean, we're so well. Uh, the only thing McDonald's could do is just stop selling food and start like. Funneling the income, like funneling their money into like sustainability shit or just like yes. some energy. Yeah. Like, like McDonald's shit. solar farm. Yeah, they were like, oh, okay, cool. Right. It would be like, all right, you guys will cut out the poison and you're trying to help us out. Cool. Mm-hmm. As long as they're profiteering off of whatever the fuck they have, it's not going to do it. I just can't imagine getting to that point as a human being, like being like, well, how can I cut the costs and make it so I make the most money as as possible and that's all you're thinking about. I just, I cannot understand that way of thinking. Yeah. But how, how long was the tour? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, the tour. <laughs> it was long. Like two, two months? No, two, uh, two months? No, I don't know, maybe I'm tripping over a month. Time. Just yeah. a over a month. I'm not really a fan of long tours. Really? Like I, I want to go. Tour. I love being on like tour. I just don't like them. Like the long ones. Oh, yeah. I like two weeks. Yeah. My dream is my dream is like two weeks on, a week off. Yeah. Right, right. Like, just I keep think, that going. Yeah, that, yeah. Especially if you could take that week off like somewhere exactly. Really nice. Like, yeah. Going. Yeah, and then keep that'd going. Be, that'd be pretty too like, there's like I just want to come home and check my mail. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm super lame. I'm like, man, just let me go to my center. Like, I want to get centered again. I want to like... Yeah. Dump out my suitcase, put some new shit in it, yeah. change shoes. That's why I like to have like outposts all over the world. Like we have some of our stuff up in upstate, we have some of our stuff in LA, in SF, and so like I we try and make it so we're traveling as light as possible so that when we just get to the next place, we're like, oh well, now we can like switch up our outfits. Yeah. So wait, how did you guys settle on Brooklyn as the as the HQ home? It was because of you, Don. You found me. Don's here! Uh, well, I definitely love the weather on the in the Northeast, and we, you know, we lived in Boston, LA, SF, and like 
we got a little bit of taste of everywhere. SF was pretty tight, but LA definitely was tripping at, tripping me out because it was like no seasons, no seasons, and they also funnel all their water, and there's a huge water thing out there now. Oh, it's, it's terrible! Like, yeah, it's, it's weird. So, and then yeah. you go out there and you smoke weed, and you sit about sit there, and it's really strong weed, and you're thinking about how like it could fall into the <laughs> ocean at any point. It's just like. It's a weird vibe. Like we're yeah. not. No people are supposed to be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. are not supposed to be there. They're not. The, there's a tube of water, huge ass tube that's being funneled from the north, from North California, all the way down. It has to go all the way up the grapevine, and the energy it takes to push it up the grapevine accounts for one third of California's energy. Right. That we use. In California, I'm from there, so I say. They used to be like this huge marshland, like. Yeah, like, like a, a huge, huge lake, lake, like the most healthy land, and now it's like you drive up and down it, and it's just kind they of... They drain that lake to plant cotton, Yeah, because sense. it's like fertile soil. And yeah. One time it rained like crazy, and it got refilled, and all the animals came back, and they were like, it's home again. So, not to talk too much shit on California, but New York seems like a much more natural place, and I dig the seasons, and it's so, just like... Northern California, you can't... No, 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 that's what I'm saying. I don't want to talk too much... Shit. Yeah. But New York, you know, I'm I'm from upstate New York originally, so that was like a reason for me to. Hey, I didn't know you were from California. I am. I'm from the yeah. Bay Area. Yee! You too? No, I, but I love the Bay Area. Yee. I was just, I was giving you yeah. a yee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yee! Sancho! Yes, like E40, <laughs> Keep the Sneak, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those dudes. Oh my god, E40. But so, so I, I agree with you on the seasons thing. Right. Because I didn't really, I just, I was never really like, it was whatever. But when I went to California for a little while, I was like, yo, this shit, they have, they have one season. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Kind of weird. Kind of yeah. weird. I need to suffer through some winter. He does. He loves to suffer. It's like some yin. <laughs> <laughs> some yin and yang shit, you know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, you, I mean, you gotta, you gotta have it. Like, I'm from Ohio, so I appreciate a good snow, a good rain. Right, right. I appreciate the entire range of, like, weather, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, rain is my favorite shit in the world. Like, it doesn't have to be as long as it, as the winter is out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're like, still, it's, it's May and we're still in the winter. That's like... <laughs> no, but now people are starting to get, like, all turned up because it's starting to get nice. Everybody's yeah. Yeah. Going to six hour brunch on Sunday. Like <laughs> yes. Sitting outside. Yes. Yeah. We, we went to a roof party the other day. That shit was tough. Oh, oh, man, so I cannot fun. wait for the summertime. Coming, man. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you get excited. And it's like you have your times, times of the year. You know, it's, a, this, it's important to have cycles. Yeah. That, that like, the, the book that I read, the quote about the sun and the moon, the one that I found at the Brooklyn Museum, it's called The Arts and Their Mission by Rudolf Steiner. And I've never read anything by him before. But, he talks about that, like, how the seasons are so important and we don't, like, actually even recognize them. Like, even with the rain, we have the umbrella to protect us from the rain and, like, all this stuff to protect us from the cold. And we're not, like, actually, even in, like, the states where the weather is, like, cyclical, we're not even, like, fully embracing it or, like, getting into it. We're like, oh, I need an air conditioner or whatever, you know? Yeah. When, like, the human body is built to, like, what's the word? Not sustain, but, like... Stand. Survive. Survive, like, Survive so much, yeah. yeah. And and just, like, the idea that, you know, we... Like, the winter is time to go back into yourself and to, like, grow. And then spring comes along and it's, like, all about fucking. And then, like... <laughs> well, winter is kind of about fucking... Uh, what's, what's it called? Cuffing, cuffing season. Oh, yeah. Gotta That's get in the winter? That, that, that is... 
Cupping season is officially from the end of fall to the beginning of spring, right? Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Some people don't make it out of cupping season alive. No. No. This guy right here didn't make it out of cupping season. When was that? Yeah. How many cupping seasons ago? One cupping season ago. I just did, oh. I, got, I got hit, fatally wounded. And yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, I, the, the thing about <laughs> cupping season, like, it's... It's really cool because you do you do into like watching more TV and like doing more shit, like figuring out your own shit, how you yeah. changed over the summer. Right? Yeah. Versus just if it was one season, you just wouldn't have that time to be introspective. Yeah. Cycle it in. I don't know. I, I like I like distinct periods and distinct like all right, it's cold for sure. I'm gonna get a, a, a hot cup of coffee when it's cold. I get iced coffee when it's warm. Like yes. You know, it's about us. Oh my god, do you want a latte? I've been like making them. I'll take a latte. Okay, it's like super dope. Yeah, awesome. Is it a lot of latte? I mean, it's it. It's a latte. Do you want to take a break? Or we can take a break. Okay. Or I can keep it rolling. I'd matter. love to keep it rolling. Whatever. But like, that's something that I'm super passionate about is like sustainability and like I love the idea of you know stopping and grabbing like an ice latte or whatever. But I can't not think about the plastic, like. When you walk down, especially in Manhattan, you'll see a trash can just like full to the brim of like. Starbucks I, I was not. I was not going to say Starbucks, but I'll just go there. I was going to say your local corporate coffee company, but Starbucks cups just like piled in the fucking trash, and it's just one day of trash. I was thinking about this the other day, as I'll I forget why, but yeah. do you think why? that it's possible that if like what if McDonald's did this? What if they made reusable like shit? Like what if their clamshells that burgers came in? Yeah. Like they didn't sell you paper, they sold you like a thing you had to bring back, bring back to get a new hamburger. Yeah, that could be like the only problem with that is like sanitary issues. I was thinking about that too. What if they like what if they like take it from you, wash it? Yeah. Like it's almost like yeah. you know how you buy a metro car for a dollar and then you refill yeah. it. You pay a dollar for the container, and then you have to keep bringing it back. And if mm -hmm. you don't bring it back That still doesn't replace how shitty it, their food It doesn't, is. it doesn't. I was just trying to think of like I guess but yeah. I was thinking more about sustainability in the fast food kind of yeah. way. Because they have this grocery store now where it just, it's, you bring your own everything. So if you want to yeah. buy toothpaste, you have to bring a tube. Oh, that's so cool. If you want to buy like lotion, you bring a tube. Yes. Buy grain, buy whatever you bring, you have to bring your own shit. And I yeah. think they'll sell you the containers to start you off. Mm -hmm. I forget where it is, but it sounds like an amazing kind of thing. Yeah. Well, they do that. You can do that at um, Whole Foods. Really? We just got all this bulk shit. Like, and then I just, like, we don't buy, like, glasses. We just, like, use jars. But I got this many almonds for $2. You just took the jar? No, I, I. It was. Oh, in the bag. Jar. Okay. This was a jam jar, and then we saved it instead of fucking throwing that shit away. Yeah. And then we buy in bulk, and we put our shit in the old jars. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I don't waste a lot, but I do. Throw away jars and shit. I'm like, man, this is a perfectly good container. Water jar. Yeah. Just put something in there. Yeah. 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 So I know I said there wasn't going to be a break, but I just remembered that we had a break built into the show because we got lattes. So I could take this minute to tell you guys to pick up Sunny Moon's new album, The Courage of Present Times. It's available right now on iTunes. You can also get t-shirts and hard copies at their site. I'll have all of this stuff in the show description. But for right now, just get back to the show and let's enjoy the conversation with Sunny Moon. Oh. <laughs> we just got some wonderful lattes. Yes. Handcrafted by oh, Anna. I made them, yeah. Handcrafted. All you gotta Sweet. do yeah. is put your coffee 
after you brew it, you know, into the blender with some milk of your choice, little agave syrup, and you blend that shit. And it comes the milk out of all. your choice was? Um, soy milk this time, although I like to switch it up. I like to do rice When milk. you use the rice milk, it's not as creamy though, right? Mm-hmm, correct. I yeah. like unsweetened soy milk, though. I, I don't really like a lot of additional sugars. I've been trying to pull back on my um, seasonings and sugars and shit. Ooh. Yeah. It's like sugar is super like I can I can maybe do salt. I can maybe do away with salt, but sugar is just one of those things where I have to dig. I'm the opposite of you. I, but I love salt. salt. I love salt. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, I add salt to everything. Right? Yes. I think but, salt is better for you than sugar. It is. I'm pretty sure. It really is. Sure. That, yeah, it has to be. It sugar to is be. also like one of the most addicting drugs that there is. I heard it's more addictive than yeah. cocaine. Yeah, it is. It really is. Like it's that's so addicting, and it's crazy how there's no like. I mean, there is kind of, but that's the one kind of like Jones in that I've ever felt. It's like <laughs> when, you, when you get it in your head, you're just like. Dude. You know what I I recently just not recently discovered, but like I was like realizing was that actual fruit tastes way better than the candy. Yeah. Like so, if you have a piece of strawberry, a piece of strawberry candy pales in comparison. Right. Mm -hmm. But you but, can't really always get the strawberry. No, it's better than strawberry, though. What? Chocolate-covered strawberry. Oh. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. Boom! <laughs> Have you ever had someone try to seduce you by coming over, knocking on your door with a plate of chocolate-covered strawberries? No, but I've had romantic time with chocolate-covered strawberries. Mm -hmm. Nice. Consensual romantic. <laughs> Consensual romantic time. Chocolate. I've never been wooed before in my life. Yeah. Especially not with chocolate-covered strawberries. I've never been. It's a rare thing for a man to experience. <laughs> it's too bad. <laughs> you, you said it mad wistfully, like, it's a rare thing for a man. <laughs> like, he just went somewhere deep yeah, in the recess totally. of his mind. Yeah, like, this wishful <laughs> place. Like. Valentine's Day many, many, many years ago. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of holidays, they suck. They do suck. I'm not a fan of holidays. They're so wasteful. They are like, wasteful. Cheers. I need this outfit for this and this outfit for this. That's what, when we were talking about seasons, I was like, we do have the season acknowledging holidays, but we just think about them for the wrong reasons now. It's like, like Easter, yeah. based on Ishtar, bunnies are about fucking. What do bunnies and chocolate eggs have to do with Jesus, whatever? I never got the bunny thing, and they don't lay eggs either. They don't! So... Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's all mishmash, and it's like it's weird how we're participating in these like rituals that and we don't even know that we're doing it. You know, yeah. trying to stimulate the economy, <laughs> as motherfuckers. I've shrugged yeah. them off completely. Like, I'll, 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 I have a daughter, so I'll celebrate holidays for her. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have a daughter? Yeah. I didn't know that. A little five year old. Oh. Awesome. You'll I meet her hang this, out with her. You'll meet her this summer when she comes Please, up to hang yes. out. But like when she gets old enough. To have like real conversations and be like, you know, mm -hmm. this is all bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna be that I'm dad. I'm looking forward to it. I'm that dad, and her mom's gonna be like, damn it, Donald. I'm like, well, it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I'm, if I'm buying her gifts, there's no reason she should believe a man in a, in a red suit is buying these gifts. Mm -hmm. Me, <laughs> goddamn it. A fucking white man, too. It's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, the white man brings all the fucking presents. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. But. I wanted to ask you guys about Jesus. Also, if he existed, was not white. Jesus definitely wasn't white. Black man. Black fucking man. Hair like lambs. All right. What do I you wanted to ask you about the group, being in a group and compromise. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I'm in a group. Tanya Morgan mm -hmm. had to shout this out on my own podcast. Woo! Tanya Morgan. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of like 
it's a democracy, meaning that we both bring songs to the table, and we'll like vote like, oh no, that, that can't be, that can't make it. Or like, well, I like that one better for myself. Or like, mm -hmm. I, you, I, I know you do work with Kendrick, mm -hmm. and you probably do other work with people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, other and stuff. Starting more, but can't really talk about it. Yet. Yeah, I was gonna ask. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask you about it. But I'm, I'm kind of like trying to figure out what what not to ask and what to ask. So, but it's cool. Obviously, yeah, but, we're really comfortable saying like really polarizing like direct comments about like religion and right. fucking McDonald's but when it comes to our own art we're like oh we can't talk well, about well you that. know that's the <laughs> thing no, no you can't you can't can't put the idea out there before it's fully formulated yeah right right, right. but so you guys how hard is it how hard is it to like make that compromise on like certain ideas like is it, are there is there are there things and ideas that you have to save for yourself or ideas that you just don't bring out yet because you don't want it to be Fully compromised. Because I do have some songs that I work with. Me and Von will do stuff, and I have ideas for songs, and sometimes I'm like, I just won't take this too hard. Because, yeah. not, because not because I want it to be mine. This is my baby. I don't want to share this. Right. Yeah, that's how, that's like, my solo album is like that. Okay. It's my baby. And I brought him in, like, later. Like, I've been working on it for three years, and we're in, like, the last week of recording, and now he's involved doing, like, heavy, heavy stuff. So I was going to say, if... if you brought it to him after that. How who's who's been producing this stuff on it? Um, I've been producing it. B. Lewis. Oh shit! Yes, you know him. No, I'm saying you've been producing it. I have. Yes. That made me happy because I just I just know that when, like, when people produce their own shit, it's like it's like it's fully it's all them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That shit's that shit's super exciting to me. And then also like I mean he'll help me. Um, like one of the songs that. I had, I just told him everything I wanted and then he put it into the grid. Because yeah. again, I'm like, I just can't do technical. anything. <laughs> anything put this into the computer for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. It's nice to work that way sometimes. But there's also, like, I'll be making beats that I'll try to be saving for, you know, to give to other people. Oh I'm my God. Forever ago, I wanted to give you some yeah, beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll be playing them and I'll be like, so what's happening with this one? And I'm like, oh, uh, well, can I have it? Yeah, you know, I pretty much gotta say yes, cause that's. There's a one song though where he was working on it and he played it for me and like the band that he's making it for, they hired like a bass player and a drummer and a keyboard player and then Dane was like adding sprinkles and stuff, but he's also been doing producing like full songs. So he played me this song. Full songs with, with vocals, he wrote vocals no, for no, no vocals. Okay. No like vocals. Full production. But like fully produced song, and I was like, in my head, like, who made, who did the bass? Wow, they're so lucky they have that bass player. Wow, they're so lucky they have that keyboard player. Wow, that drummer. Oh my God. <laughs> and then I'm like, Dane, like, who, who, you're playing, you did the Twinklies? He's like, no, I made the whole track. I just died because I knew I couldn't have the song. Yeah. And I want it so bad. Even now, I want that song. And I was so jealous. I didn't mean to bring up. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's, it's cool. That's part of it. You know? No, it's nice to be like impressed by the person you're working with. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's I, very cool. I feel like if, if, you, if they can't impress you at a certain point, it's, what's the point? Yeah, you know yeah. But we also like made a lot of, and we're way better at it now, but we've had our phases in our like relationship as humans and as artists where like we were not good at compromising yeah <laughs> yeah it would become like an issue on multiple levels of our uh, relationship yeah not yeah. just musical but, but we 
Sorry about that. No, I was going to say, I was probably going to say the same thing you were. Well, we've, like, been able to just work past it, so now we can be very, like, removed from having a, a personal, like, like, I'm, if Anna says, I don't know about that, like, how it works, it doesn't work, you know, it's, we got to fucking switch that sound out, or it's way too loud. I'm not, like... Well, why do you think that? You know, yeah, I'm not yeah, angry yeah, yeah. Anymore. I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, you're right, you're right. And you know, it's well, like it's a, when you start, you're like, I can't be wrong. I don't want to be wrong. You know, like, yeah. Or like one time recently, like we've just developed this really nice like compromise within music and our personal relationship, where like I forgot the weed, and he was like, <laughs> Anna, like you fucking like, forgot yeah, the weed. Yeah, trip. Yeah. Like, yeah, all this weed you didn't bring any of it. And and I was like, but I. And then I went. You brought the vape, but you didn't. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's the nature of compromise, though. Like, compromise, it is like, it is a, like, you just have to kind of accept it for what it is right. and not take personal, like, not take, like, this personal kind of stand, like, oh, like, make it into an argument, but it's just yeah. about, you know, if the conversation is about accountability and mm -hmm. you forgot the weed, you forgot the weed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and you just been like, oh, I did, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, that's that you, actually... The other person can't really say anything. Yeah, you, you can move past it easy. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There were so many times where, like, I'll just start arguments, or not even start arguments, but get it accused of something or get, like, be at fault. Mm -hmm. And instead of it being about the actual thing I'd done, it was about, it, it became about an attack on my person. You know? Yeah. Like, what, is this, what are you saying about me? As right. opposed yeah. to me being like, well, you know what? I wasn't considered. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. And that's all you really need. That's all a person needs to hear. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Right. And all you need to say, because it almost like d breaks that bubble of like being offended. Because well, I'm perfect. I I don't ever do right. anything wrong. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's it's crazy, but it's really nice, and it's crazy how fast you create and progress and make better stuff once you've reached that yeah. point of selflessness. You know, a little bit. It's weird though, because you need ego in music. And in performing, but then you also need to like. We were more selfless in the beginning, like when we first started working together. It was like really easy, and I think it was like beginner's luck. And then, like it got complicated because our relationship got complicated. And then, like I remember, I think personally, my favorite song we've ever made is "Blast Off," and that was made at a time where like we were like really fucking happy, and you were really listening to me, and I've never worked with anyone songwriting like I have a really like reclusive like turtle type of vibe like even though I'm a really turtle outspoken turtle tab turtle tab turtle tab turtle tab ah that made me think of something really sad I saw on the internet but I'm not gonna say it don't do it you, you have a really reclusive, reclusive vibe you've never worked creative with vibe yeah, yeah and, and a lot of like fear surrounding bringing up my own ideas because they're so like personal and so he's the only person I've ever opened up like that with and Blast off, I remember just being so much of it was my ideas that he took from me being like, it's this blah, and then he's like, okay, gathers the vomit and sections out all the different foods that I ate, and like, he's like, this goes here and this goes here, and made a little frame and like put it, you know, and that was like one of the best songs, in my opinion, that we ever made, and the fastest. That analogy was amazing, though. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say reassembles your meal, but he actually. <laughs> Reframed the vomit and made it art. <laughs> yeah. But then, right after we made that song, unfortunately, that's the only song we made in that particular phase of our relationship. And then it got really complicated. And now I think we like slowly worked because we're so addicted to making music together. We like stuck together, and then it got really good again. And it's been really good for like 
you know, like two years or something, and the music that we've been making is just progressively getting better and better, at least in terms of how we communicate and compromise. Yeah. Right. Well, that's that's a, that's an important part. Like, I, it's almost like you're do, you're documenting your life and your development mm-hmm. and your compromises. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Like there, I wouldn't say the beginning thing was beginners' luck. In my in my mind, I'm thinking like if it was the beginning. That's the phase where you're just not scared to push any button. Like, what does this button do? Yeah. And then as you as you figure out what every button does, you're like, I'm not pushing that one anymore. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just it's sort of like that that losing that kind of losing the um, the curiosity thing again. You know, like it just all comes back to that. Like, you wanna you don't wanna you don't wanna do something for for the wrong effect. So you're not gonna mm-hmm. like. Push the I'm gonna make you mad button, or push the push yeah. the button that like makes the like distorts the vocals really heavy because you want people to hear it. But yeah. the first time you did it, it might just it might have been cool because you don't you know you didn't get any input on it. It's not like yeah. you, you didn't put it out and the fans weren't like oh well, that's dope or that's whack. When you start getting input back, is when yeah. you start changing your shit a little Trips, bit. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the reasons why we after we went through that initial input phase, we just like kind of went real wild with it you know just from not I mean as a natural reaction to that I think it more had to do with being signed to a label that was like trying to like check in with us and be like send us three demos a week and we'll go over them and to me it, it was like the same thing with like walking up to that school that classroom door and getting that sinking feeling and walking away like right. so for the whole Sunny Moon self-titled record with the label even though they didn't meddle creatively as much as other labels could, I guess, or do, um, it was, just it was like, just it just messed with me so much. And that was the perspective I was coming from for being weird was because they were like, well, we wanted to make it this way. And I was like, okay, well, then I'm going to make it the opposite. Right. <laughs> yeah. Being defiant. Because that's, that's like my personality, like, forever. That's what I was trying to say. Nice. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's good. it's good. So would you say you prefer... Cause this was totally independent. This was a new one, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Would you prefer you prefer working this way? Oh yeah. Independent. I mean, we get orders every single day. Like our our phones will be like ding ding. It's like order from Japan, order from Spain, order That's order dope. from Denmark, order from fucking Africa. Like it's so cool. Decline. I never answered. And it's still, yo, phone technology is amazing. I know. I'm recording a conversation on my cell phone. Yeah. And somebody yes. tried to call me and it's still recording the conversation. Yes. Right. How crazy is that? It's but, amazing. <laughs> so cool. That threw me off. I was, I was, I was, this was the last part. Oh, yeah. I wanted to know, like, so, um, the work with Kendrick stuff, has it been bringing in new fans? Has it been bringing in people? I'm sure, Always, yeah. yeah. People will comment on her YouTube, like, Kendrick brought, brought me here, here. like, Kendrick really has amazing taste in music. Like, and they're like, damn, it. why are all these rappers obsessed with this indie group? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's definitely been very cool, you know. Yeah, I would say, I would say, especially with being fully independent right now, that's the best way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in terms of just smart alignments and just when people do find you, they find mm-hmm. you. They don't find right. like a, some sort of like corporatized structure. Like, they just find you. And everything's yeah. clean and everything's the way that you want it to be. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there has to be some substance there when they find you, but right. they found it. Like, you know? when people order our record, they're going to get a box, like, our vinyl wrapped in cardboard that we drew on. Yeah. Exactly. And that, that shit is amazing. Like, you, because you, yeah. you give them a piece of you. It's not just music. Yeah. It's like, 
Right. This is my handwriting. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I was going to say. The business, it's funny because people are like, oh, music business is horrible. Like, it's so fun. You do, yeah, when you're actually doing it yourself, it's actually really fun. But yeah. it's not corporate. It's like, I don't know, it's mom and pop style, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's like been our whole strategy is like how can we get that ball rolling to where we're directly connected with fans and, you know, we're directly... Um, just having this small little world that we're developing ourselves and it doesn't have to have the marketing push behind it and the, the mentions like the magazine mentions if we're going on tour and you know it's like I don't think we're like the Grateful Dead or Fish but I've always liked the, their model where it's like just develop your fan base and it doesn't yeah. have to be anything outside of you know it doesn't have to be fancy like that Frank Zappa interview I've probably watched it like 20 times it's like a 20 minute thing he talks about that he's like to me like if you like my music great come along if you don't then just move along and that's what it's about yeah you know that's, that's, it. that's yep. it at the end of the day it's not about like you do want to touch as many people as possible and reach as many people as possible mm -hmm. but you also want people that actually care right. you know so yeah. you don't want to reach a, a, a a, a hive of haters where people are just like not even haters but people who are just like I would say the worst thing you can be about any kind of thing that you love is indifferent yeah like like Which you gotta yeah. love or to hate it yeah you gotta love or to hate it I don't want anybody that's just like oh, that's cool exactly. yes yeah yeah eliciting any kind of reaction is a positive in my book like any response is a positive yeah. like, even if it's like ultimate hate like I think it's really cool. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah, that's the thing, because that, that almost, that shows you more about what you're making than if, if it's like, from art school, you get critiqued. Mm -hmm. And they'll tell you, they'll be, like, they'll be like, yo, so this message, like, I like this board, it just has too much green on it. Just If you could replace the green with another color, it's cool, though. Or somebody's like, I hate it, it's composed wrong, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. that kind of... It builds that defiance. I'm like, well, fuck you. But that's what I'm saying. But without that, you wouldn't be like fuck. Like you would kind of just, it wouldn't drive you to the to, to the length that you go to be like, well, I'm gonna show you. You know what I'm saying? At yes. Least, right, right. In my opinion, it's almost like you you need that push and pull. That's so true. That reminds me of two stories I want to tell. One being when I was five years old and I was drawing. I my teacher came up to me and told me that my drawing was really bad, actually. And so I turned to her and I stuck up my legs in the air and I flashed her my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! I went like this. <laughs> and like flashed her my vagina. And then in um, vocal jazz school, my teacher told me that I would never amount to anything, that I was just a shitty copy of Adele at Amy Winehouse. What? And that I should stop singing and that academia wasn't for me, which is true. Academia is not for me. And that like really, really hurt my feelings, but it also pushed me to be like, I'm going to yeah. do my own thing. I'm going to do it exactly how I want. I don't even care if you if you like it. Because I've already been told that I'm shit. So how yeah, much worse can I get? Saying. Yeah, you do it exactly how you want. Mm -hmm. So I've just been, you know, flashing my vagina. Flashing <laughs> <laughs> my vagina on stage. five, you know. On CDs. <laughs> yeah, and on CDs. Titties. This, like, German blog edited my back. My booby gap. What do you mean they edited it? The like they they pixelated it. They oh, oh, they like... On the front, on our record cover, there's... You gotta be provocative. You gotta be provocative to sell these CDs. Yeah, you gotta have the, the back. Pixel, the pixelation makes people like, well, what's behind the pixels? That's I true. Maybe it. we should have just kept it pixelated. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I guess the last question, 
is what happened to the Kendrick song and Colbert? Why didn't it make the album this amazing song? That's so funny. I really just think he, like, that's totally something that we would do. We would, I've dreamt of doing that. Once we get to play on TV, we're going to play songs that we're not going to release. Like, those that's, are, it's just genius. It like, about. you're still thinking about it. You're like, yeah. when, 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 when? It created this, like, big question mark, and there's nothing better than a question mark. Right. I think he, you know, as someone who's a little outside of it looking in, he had a certain amount of, he had a certain group of musicians, and he, you know, he had an opportunity to do something that was really dope, and it was like, okay, we can do this thing that I'm not really sure if it works on the record, but I know it works this way, and yeah. it's really fucking dope, so I'm going to take this opportunity to let it shine, and then he... You know, it just like I don't think he had any intention of like fitting because he's you know he's a storyteller. I've got a thesis, but I've got like a yeah. Theory. Yeah. What is it? All right, so I, it felt like almost like a um, like an explanation of the album, an explanation of what this particular album sounds like. For me, it was like I, yeah. when I watched it. When I watched it, it was like so it featured all the main musicians. Featured all the main musicians. He shouted them out like like and then it like As if, even like, these. Sorry, go ahead. Even in like the uh, the lyrics were just kind of you know, it was racial, racial, politically charged. It was uh -huh. it was about everything the album is about. Mm -hmm. It had all. It was almost like introduction to the new sound. It doesn't yeah. even have to be the single. It doesn't have to be yeah. anything. This is what we sound like now. See you guys on the album drop. Yes. And I was just like, like I love it, but I want to hear it more. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I can't. I don't want to. I can't rip it off of Hulu. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that shit sounds so amazing. I wonder if we'll do it when we go on tour. That would be really cool. If it was just a live-only song. Yeah, it feels like one of those songs where it's just like tours, I guess, the when you want to introduce the band during a live set. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's just dope. That's just so know. dope. But there's songs that we have, too, that we're like, we love playing them live, and they haven't made it onto any record. Yeah, like drones. Like, we've tried to record it, but... You can't get that energy. Yeah, or it just yeah. doesn't fit next to other stuff. But then when you play it live, it's like you bring it into a, the audience into this other place and it then you can leave and it's more acceptable to do that and you almost need those moments in a live show where you, you can only get this if you come to my show oh, like yeah. you can only yes. get this if you pay a pay a mission and come stand in front of me and i can give you this energy otherwise like because the thing about you guys' music that i like a lot is that it's super dope but it just it makes you gonna go see the live show because it's yeah. like yo uh, you, you listen to it like I bet this shit is crazy live. Yeah. Like the same with D'Angelo. I, I didn't know this before, but I, I got his album. The new album's dope. Uh -huh. And I went to see him live, and I was like, "Holy shit, it's even more amazing live." Yeah. And some shit can't stand up to the live performance. Like some shit is just only made to be recorded. But D'Angelo's recorded music is almost just in support of his stage show. Right. That's like, how we feel. Yeah. yeah like I, I get that. Like it, I, it's it's not like a a negative thing or anything. It's just like when I heard the music. When I hear the music, I'm like, yo. Motherfuckers tear a stage up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. And that's that's what it's all about. Like, it can't stop at the, the recorded part. It's got it's got to be more. It's got to make you want more. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's as a musician too. It, it's like you said. It's you just make the record to be able to go out and do it for people. You know. Yeah. Even though now with recording being what it is, that's also a super fun part of it. But yeah, you, when you can connect and they can see you like literally freaking out on stage yeah, yeah. and whatnot, like. People are just like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I guess we'll have some fun now. I'm gonna turn this off. Okay, and we're let's gonna do normal let's shit. Let's have fun. Yeah. Like play some 
We're rap tunes. Yeah, let's work on our mixtape. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? It's always fun spending time with you guys. And now our time is up. And I don't think I want to, like, say anything else. I don't want to, like, put an outro on this thing. Damn, that was a hard-ass P. Put a, put a, put a outro. <laughs> I got a buy a pop filter. But I don't want to put an outro on this thing, like a long outro saying a lot of shit. Because, you know, it's not much else to say. I think Sunny Moon said it all. And I think that I'm kind of going to let my voice rest a little bit figure out how to get my shit back up to snuff uh so yeah enjoy your week oh one more thing before i go hypnot is having a sale on all of their albums for the month of july if you use hypnot summer 2015 that's the numbers 2015 in the Bandcamp page you can get stuff for, i think 25 percent off or 15 percent off whatever this is the perfect time to go buy um one of those tanya morgan moonlighting vinyls that I should have advertised in a commercial break, but you're here now, and if you're listening now, you know that, you know, if you're listening now, if you're listening now, you've heard me say if you're listening now at least two or three times, but if you're listening now, you can go pick up the Moonlighting Vinyl, which somebody asked me about, I believe, in Maine. You can go buy that right now for like a little bit off, so I'd suggest doing that, you know what I'm saying, and I'm also going to put this stuff in the, the show description for people that don't listen this far into the show because I know you guys are out there and I know that an hour and change with me can be grueling because I spend every single second of every day with myself and it is completely fucking agonizing I'm joking it's literally one of the most wonderful ways to spend your time is spending it with me and I thank you guys for spending your day with me or starting your day with me or whatever you do, however you can choose to consume this podcast. Um, I'm going to stop talking now. I'm going to go eat. I have a very empty refrigerator. I have tour fridge. There's literally nothing in there except for coffee and a Brita pitcher filled with tap water. Filtered tap water. All right. That's it. I'm out. Peace. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Say to the mic. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, I'm going to sit you down.